I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. That's toll free. Man, I tell you, I uh, just got information about... Remember last night we were talking about signs of the apocalypse, maybe the zombie apocalypse? Well, apparently this guy that uh, chewed the ear off this 78-year-old man talked about last night. Apparently new information. Apparently the guy, his name was uh, Corin Creamer. Um from Georgia originally, comes to Portland, and he said that the reason why he attacked the man, bit his ear off, chewed his face off, was because he said that this old man was a robot trying to kill him. That's according to a statement today that I was reading. The man accused of being the elderly man told police that he was doing it because he felt he was trying to save his own life, uh... Kramer appeared before a judge at a courtroom today. He entered a not guilty opening statement. And then they disclosed a lot of other specifics in the case. Uh, it occurred sometime between two in the morning and two and three in the morning, uh, Tuesday morning. Um, according to a probable cause affidavit, police and deputies were called to a uh, train platform. 2 a.m. Tuesday, and uh, there was a caller who called in saying he saw a lot of blood, saw the assailant standing over the victim, and based on the affidavit, uh, police had to force had to use force to separate Kramer from the 78-year-old man. That man was transferred to a hospital. The affidavit stated that the victim's right ear was bit off during the attack and that part of his skull was visible. The document said that he was unconscious but otherwise in stable health. According to investigators, the suspect initially identified himself as Al Baker, was jailed under that name until they were able to recognize the individual as Daniel Kramer, who had recently relocated from Georgia to Portland. So when they were interviewing him, uh, reportedly he was at the DA. The DA's office statement said that, well, according to the DA's office, uh, he said that he thought, the 78-year-old man was a robot trying to murder him based on how the victim smelled. Kramer also stated that he spit out the meat of the victim that he had ingested. And, of course, now we find out that he uh, he admitted to the DA that he had been taking, uh, that he drank beer, smoked some marijuana, and he took some fentanyl pills uh, before all this went down. And what's really interesting is that uh, on the intake release, he got a score of two. So uh, a score of six or above would have mandated that he be detained. But this is the thing. Uh, Kramer said, I just drank alcohol at the time. Uh, didn't have any history of a drug addiction. That would have affected the score. But he did admit to taking fentanyl pills. But here's the deal. So this guy lost his job. He was kicked out of his apartment in November. Uh, the original homeowner talked to reporters and said that he was renting a room to Kramer for approximately a month. 
and that he wasn't smoking pot or drinking at the time, that the guy was polite and sweet. And then he said something had changed in him. Something just all of a sudden changed in him. And then, of course, I mean, he was also a goaltender uh, for uh, a soccer team. And just this guy snapped and decided that this this old man standing at a, a railroad platform was a robot and uh, decided to attack him. I mean, if this isn't the sign of, of, of something strange, like I say, zombie apocalypse, I don't know. Apocalypse, definitely. I mean, this is... This is where we are. I remember back, uh, there was a guy by the name of Dave Talbot who ran Thunderbolts. Uh, it was a, a group that uh, were very uh, into uh, Emmanuel Vilikovsky. And uh, I actually uh, enjoy uh, reading a lot of Vilikovsky's works. But one of the things that Talbot once said is he said that our forefathers, not I mean our, our ancestors, they witnessed many times uh, apocalyptic scenarios that Perhaps we've gone through the end of the world many times and that we're traumatized by the idea of the end of the world. So the apocalypse, according to Dave, Dave Talbot, the the apocalypse arrived many times on the planet. I mean, we have lived and relived time after time after time, various ends of the age, moving through the transmogrifications of time. And in that time, hopefully we've learned our lesson. Hopefully new things have come to light. The ancients always have pointed out that as the one age came to a close, a golden age or a new dawn would happen. A new order, they called it. As above, so below. No external savior, only a new man, a new God, whatever. And that in an apocalypse, we learn some things. And then for some reason, we decide that we're going to start worshiping other gods, worshiping men, worshiping animals. I, I mean, different difference in opinion and change and belief system. So this new dawn, this new golden age has been talked about for decades. It has been the, the the cornerstone for the establishment of the new world order. And if we look through history, I mean, that's why people always, you know, Clyde, you talk about the end of the world. You talk about the apocalypse. You talk about uh, the book of revelation. Well, that's Nero Clyde. That's they're talking about the Romans. They're talking. It doesn't apply now. Well, there, there've been many events that seem to be repeating themselves events that have happened over time that indicate that the new dawn is here or they're forcing this new dawn, this new age, and there needs to be some sort of random event or appears to be a random event, not a programmable apocalypse, but something where, you know, the final blow, the final comeuppance, the, the come to Jesus moment, uh, one this major event apparently would signify and require abrupt and require and of course require change. Many will pass away from this life into the next life, but those who survive, they say, will envy the dead for many decades because we have to rebuild to survive. And from there, there's a lesson to be learned on how we'd have to change the way our thinking, build back better. It's like it's like a, a prophecy we have to build back better but what do we have to build back that which we have lost in an apocalyptic final blow the final blow event needs to happen in order for us to have a massive change in our consciousness to invite new philosophies and new ways of living that's what the apocalypse promises us 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469 i'm clyde lewis you're listening to ground zero and we'll be back 
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.